all the nutrition information out there today. Everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. Hi, guys. Welcome. It's Friday, and today we're going to be talking about the Weight Watchers Kerbo Kids app. Now, there is a lot of controversy going on about this app since it's been released. So first, let's talk about what Kerbo is. So Kerbo is an app designed by Weight Watchers for kids from the ages of 8 to 17. The marketing for Kerbo says it helps kids eat healthier and move more. All foods are allowed, just follow the traffic lights. And when you look at it on that level, seems like a great app. I mean, what could be better? Let's teach kids to eat better. Most of our children are horrible eaters. They don't eat enough fruits and vegetables. They don't eat enough protein. And they load up on carbohydrates and simple sugars. And even if it's not in the house, it is somewhere in schools, vending machines, cafeterias, friends' houses. It's really hard to control. So what the best thing to do is teach kids to have a healthy relationship with food and explain to them foods for certain times and how a good wholesome diet looks. And I'm saying diet is in the term of just eating in general, not weight loss. And all of that is great. That's fantastic. That's what I want to see kids understanding. Now, there's a lot of critics out there that are saying Kerbo, it, no kids should be on a diet, that it's teaching disordered eating, it's opening doors to a lifelong unhealthy relationship with food and lifelong yo-yo dieting. And they raise some really good points, these critics, with this. But when I saw the app, I was listening to a couple interviews. I was like, well, you know, there are, we do have an obesity problem amongst our children. That's not something made up. It's not, it's real. If you walk down the halls at schools, there are so many kids at the ages of 13, 14 that are pushing 200 pounds over 200 pounds, no preteen or teen should be walking around about 200 pounds. It shouldn't happen. We need to fix this. Something is broken. Now, the problem I have is we always want to blame food. Well, food is usually not the beginning link of this. There is an emotional component There might be a parent component. Maybe the parents can't afford good food or they don't understand what wholesome nutrition is. And I know it sounds crazy, but I can't tell you how many times people look at fruit snacks and say, they're fat free. It's healthy. It's not. Our education as parents about good food choices is really bad as well. So If we don't have a good relationship with food as parents, how do we pass a good relationship with food onto our kids? We can't. We pass them the relationship we have. So if we are constantly in the diet mentality, if we're constantly watching foods, I remember in third grade, we were, we had this um, parent-child lunch at school and the one parent was sitting next to her daughter. As she's opening it, the daughter says to her, is that all you're going to eat? And the mom was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm on a diet. I can't have carbs. This is in 
third grade. So in the third grade, this eight, nine-year-old girl is learning carbs are bad. And that's not, that's not what we want to teach our children. And when I was originally looking at this Kerbo app, I felt that this app was really going to help the kids' relationship with foods. And that's what I want. I want these children to have a good relationship with food and not fear food. But if they need to lose a little bit of weight, maybe let's look at what we're eating, the quantity of what we're eating, and more importantly, how we feel and how we are moving. You know, when we look at just overeating in general. Overeating generally happens because our brain's not getting the proper signals. Could it it could be because of hormones being off balance. It can be a, an emotional connection that's missing because when we chew, it actually puts our body in what it what we call a parasympathetic nervous system. And this is the relaxation. It's also called feed and breed or reset and digest. We're all very familiar with the sympathetic nervous system end, which is the fight or flight. Well, the parasympathetic end is the relaxation of that. So when we're eating, it's actually relaxing us. So a lot of times when kids are overeating, they are also experiencing emotional distress, anxiety, depression, missing emotional connections. So that's why a lot of times when we're children and it's not a hormonal-based thing, it very well could be we're not getting that relaxation we need and we've developed this unhealthy relationship with food. So even at very young ages, you often see kids just overeating. A lot of times they're overeating out of boredom too. They're bored. They're not getting the exercise they need. Think of a dog. A dog doesn't get the exercise they need. They get rambunctious and destructive. It's simply what's happening with the child except they're being destructive on their own body. I download the app because I think anytime we want to take a look at something, best way to do it is hands on deck. So I downloaded the app. I made up an ID that I was an 11 year old girl and I weighed about 165 pounds and I was five foot eight inches or sorry, no, four foot eight inches. That would be a really tall 11 year old. Um, and I kind of went through that. Now, the, what Kerbo does say is that they are creating this healthier relationship with food. Yet, one of the first screens you come to is weight and height. And if you're under the age of 13, they want you to put BMI in and it directs you to the website. However, I was not able to figure out where to put BMI in without paying for this. So Kerbo does very heavily market coaching services. You can use the Kerbo app for free. You just don't get these coaching services, which if you're under the age of 11, you can't put in your BMI. So my testing here was slightly limited based on me using the free version of it. The second screen then asked me my goal. And again, Weight Watchers has said multiple times this is not a diet for kids. And yet on screen number two, one of the options for goal says lose weight. If you're an 11 year old, I don't want you worrying about losing weight. I want you learning about a healthy relationship with food. Weight will come over time. That's not the main focus. And for them to put it front and center, throwing up a red flag for me. I don't think, and I agree with a lot of critics on this, 
even if a child does need to lose weight, I don't think putting it in their mindset to be on a diet or focusing on lose weight is good. I think we need to focus on eating the proper foods and moving more and addressing the emotional connection. So then I came to, got all my stuff in and I came to entering my food in. Like they say in their marketing, they work on a traffic light system. So fruits and vegetables are green and that means eat them freely. Yellow is our lean proteins, carbohydrates, and things like that. And it just means eat in moderation. And then reds would be like our some carbohydrates, sweets, and high fats. Those are our reds. And that's kind of a problem I have here with that because, again, it's listing carbs as bad foods. So I started going through it and I entered what a typical kid will eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, the biggest thing I have, even with adults, is kids don't eat enough vegetables. And I agree with Weight Watchers on this. We need more vegetables in our kids' diets. And if giving them a green light structure helps for them to see that, cool, I'm good with that. So I entered kind of what a kid would eat. Breakfast was scrambled eggs and a piece of toast. Now, For any child, scrambled eggs and a piece of toast seems like a fairly decent balanced breakfast. You could throw in half an apple, some blueberries. Great breakfast right there. But as I put that in the screen, it when I put down eggs, it says eggs with butter or scrambled. And eggs with butter is red. Okay, I get that sometimes we cook with way too much butter, but have you ever tried making eggs in a non-buttered pan? You don't get good eggs. So I was very confused with this because there is a difference between adding a little bit of butter in a pan and frying an egg in a vat full of butter. It's definitely different. And for somebody that's between around the ages of 8, 9, 10, 11, they're going to have a really hard time. They're going to be stuck at eggs because like I was, I was like, well, I made eggs with a little bit of butter, but they weren't like fried in butter. I ended up putting scrambled eggs, but I did use a little bit of butter. However, I kind of figured that little bit of butter just to grease the pan was here nor there. But again, for a kid, that's going to be really confusing. And if a kid, if my child were using this app and they asked me, as a parent, I would be confused. And the other problem I have with this is it doesn't give you an explanation on why foods are red or yellow. Because again, for me, a scrambled egg, that's a good food. Why are we kind of putting a red light based on a little bit of butter in a pan? And I think it's because of fat. Because as I was going further through the app, I realized there is a very much fat fear in this app for kids. And that's very much what Weight Watchers also fears on, is fat. And that's another thing. It's not teaching kids balanced diets. And I'll tell you why. Because then for the next day, I was like, well, wait a second. A lot of the critics say it's teaching kids if they have an eating disorder. So if you're a little bit older and you're already developing an eating disorder or an obsessive disorder on food, okay, somebody around that age would be working to get all greens. So with that mindset, I then set a day of fruits and broccoli and a little bit of chicken. And nothing was flagged. Now, granted, if I was on the coaching, I'm sure the coaching would have seen it. But as I'm looking at the app with all my, (laughs) I think I had like four or five pieces of fruit. Now, four or five pieces of fruit puts us way over a sugar level that any child should be eating. 
and I had no protein, but on my light system, it looked like a good day. And it's not at the core teaching us a proper relationship with food. It's fat fearing. So then the next day I had entered what I eat on a normal day and I kept getting red lighted. I mean, I had more red lights than most, most anybody should have. And I tried to figure it out. I'm like, what is going on? And I realized stuff like my rice milk. I don't know why my rice milk is red lighted and there's no explanation on why food is red lighted. So again, we're not teaching the kids to eat healthy. We're just telling them they go to grab something, we slap them on the hand and we say bad. I agree with the critics on this. It's not teaching a healthy relationship with food. It's teaching that food is bad and food is never bad. Even if we're having a cupcake at a birthday party, food is not bad. I don't know what these coaches are saying. And this is another kind of red flag for me because I think a lot of times as parents, we we would naturally sign our kids up for this with the intention of monitoring this. But let's face it, we are generally very busy and there's so much else going on. We might not be monitoring this communication as we as close as we should be. And a lot of times if you are getting this app for your kids, it is simply because you yourself are having a hard time teaching them too. So how would you know what to monitor is it essentially because you would be looking at them as the field expert. So it's it's difficult in that and them just green lighting fruits and vegetables and fat-free products. It, it doesn't fat-free, we should not be fat-free. Kids, even kids that need to lose weight should not be on a fat-free diet. Fat helps our brain function. It helps vitamins and minerals distribute through the body. Fat does not make us fat. And this is where we have to stop this mindset. So when it comes down to it, would I recommend this app? Absolutely not. It does not teach a healthy relationship with food. Do I think this app has the potential to help? Yeah, I do. I kind of do enjoy the green, red, yellow light system, but it has to be different. We are demonizing food and we're, most of all, we're demonizing this and we're not even explaining to somebody why ripe milk is red light. I still don't understand why rice milk is a red light. So if anyone has an idea why rice milk would be a red light, please send me a message. I mean, they're dealing with fat-free everything else. Rice milk doesn't have that much fat, if any fat. I really haven't looked at how much, but I I just can't wrap my brain around. I could understand if it was a yellow light because obviously you don't want to do too much of anything. But I really think education for keys is is perfect. Years ago, and I forget who created it, um, there is something for kids called uh, the Nutrition Detective. It's a program. It is great. It teaches kids how to eat. It's meant for younger kids, probably around the ages of four or five, maybe six. You could go a little bit older, but it's made for a little bit younger kids than what this app is generally used for. But I think it's really important if you are using this for your kids, you have a conversation, you're monitoring the coaching on it. Oh, because one coaching, and I was trying to get examples of coaching text messages, but one that is marketed is a coach teaching the kid to save up red lights for a weekend for a party. And again, not healthy relationships with food here. 
And I think that's the key. We need healthy relationships and we need to learn moderation and balance because we can even overeat on something as simple as fruit. And sometimes eating something with a little bit more fat will help hold our energy better and we're not overeating. So the app definitely has work. Weight Watchers, I'm with a lot of the critics. Shame on you. You are really setting these children up to become lifetime WW members. I don't want to say it, but I really feel that this is kind of a marketing technique for you to have more adults on the WW plan as they get older. I don't think it's really helping. I don't think it's a good idea. And I agree with a lot of the critics. No child should be on a diet, but we should be educating our children on how to eat and our emotional and our relationships with food. We have to focus on that if we ever want our children to be healthier adults. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you have any comments, definitely leave them on the blog and I'll talk to you next week. And don't forget to eat your effing veggies.